Hey, hey, this is Julie, and you're listening to Grace Over 40, the podcast for women over 40 who want to get back in touch with who they are and where they're headed and match the faith they're wanting to the faith they're living. But this ain't your mama's Christian podcast, so buckle in for some real talk and a good sprinkle of humor, along with some faith-filled encouragement as we ride this 40s thing out together. Thanks so much for being here. Hey, before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to give you another quick update on the Activate studies. There are more now that are ready to go. Uh, They were pre-ordering for a while, and now I have five that are completely ready to go, so you can purchase them and get them immediately. I wanted to let you know about these real quick, because if you haven't heard me talk about these, uh, these were all born out of all of the hard stuff that I went through in my 40s and all of the things that I learned the hard way. So... I basically felt super called to share a lot of these, I guess, life lessons with my audience. And so you guys have the benefit of kind of getting the cliff notes on all this stuff. So let me just run through the ones that are available right now and see if any of this speaks to you. The first one is activate trust in God. So you always hear you're supposed to let go and let God. Well, how do we actually do that in our lives? Like it can it can be easier said than done a lot of the time. So this kind of gives you like a roadmap to actually implementing that. The next one is activating self-discipline. So if you are somebody who starts and stops things a lot or finds yourself getting stuck uh, when you have a goal and you just can't quite reach it or anything along those lines, this is for you. It's a roadmap to helping you stay focused, motivated, and on track. The next one is activate a deeper relationship with God. And I don't think I need to tell you that this is where it all begins. This is where all the good stuff stems from. So this one will help you nurture and grow your relationship with God. Uh, There's also activate self-worth. This one is hugely important for us as women, and I think really specifically in our 40s, because we can start having a lot of self-doubt, identity issues, self-esteem problems, all of those things. So this one will help you ditch self-doubt and really, truly, fully embrace who God says you are, which is the truth about you. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Um, Activate Your Purpose is also available. This will help you uncover God's calling on your life. What is your purpose? What's your reason for being here? This will actually take you through several different exercises that can help you look at your strengths and find your spiritual gifts and kind of use all of that together to figure out what your purpose is in this world. And then there's two more that are coming soon, Activate Hearing from God and also Activate a Great Marriage will be coming within the next couple of weeks as well. But you guys, I can't tell you how much of my heart I poured into this. I made these really simple. They are seven steps each. So you can implement one step a day and knock them out in a week if you want to. You can take a little bit more time with them. There's something that you can go through numerous times. So it's not just kind of like a one and done type thing. You can repeat the steps if you feel like there's certain things that you need to work on strengthening. But they are meant to get you taking action right away and actually putting what the Bible says into action and implementing it in your life so that you really start to see real change in these areas. So please head over to the website, graceover40.com, and check these out. I would love for you to pick up a couple of these. Again, they're called the Activate Studies. Thanks so much for listening. I'm talking today with Ramey Parker, and we're going to be talking about makeup tips for aging skin. So we do need to change the way that we are applying our makeup and also probably some of our makeup products as we move into our 40s. You can't just keep doing things the same way that you did when you were in your 20s. We obviously have some skin changes and some other stuff going on that 
really would benefit from uh, changing things up a little bit. So I found Rami on Instagram. She's absolutely adorable. She, I could not believe when I learned how old she is. So we'll talk about that. She looks amazing. And some of the reasons beyond that or behind that rather is because of the makeup products that she uses and then also how she applies her makeup. So we're going to get into that also. And she's just super adorable, super inspiring. And I think you're going to get a lot out of my conversation with Rami. So let's hop on in. All right. So my guest today is Rami Parker. Rami, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to be talking today about makeup tips for aging skin. And I know that this is something that I personally have definitely had issues with in the past. I remember, for example, I got a tip from a friend of mine who I used to put the dark eyeliner all around my eyes. And after I hit 40, she's like, no girl. (laughs) So this is definitely something that I have needed help with in the past. And I think that a lot of our listeners may be struggling with a little bit because obviously as we age, our skin changes and all of that good stuff. So why don't we start off with you just kind of telling me a little bit what you do uh, around makeup and, and how it pertains to women over 40 in particular. All right. Well, I am an independent mascara artist with uh, Mascara Beauty, which is a cosmetic company. Um, All of their makeup is cream-based, and um, it is designed to kind of simplify our life. Um, The makeup comes in little tins, and it comes in uh, one compact with one brush um, the little tins they're magnetic or the compact is magnetic and it pops right into the compact and the cream makeup um, does beautifully with our age and skin Um, you know as we age our skin like you said changes Um, we start seeing fine little fine lines our pores get bigger and what the cream makeup is it is blendable and bendable. So it almost acts as another layer of skin on top of our skin. It fills those pores nicely, fills the creases nicely. And instead of like drying, like if we were to put a liquid on and it would dry almost like crack when we move our face because our face is moving constantly throughout the day. I don't know about you, but I'm very, um, I have a lot of expression in my face. Um, you know, I'm constantly moving my eyes up and down. And when we would wear liquid, a lot of times it would kind of crack and separate. Well, what the cream does is it kind of is able to fill in those creases and fine lines. And it just, I don't know, maybe I'd want to say like, breathes with our skin. I don't know if that's a good um, explanation. No, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. And yeah, I have definitely had those issues. I, I was using like a cream to powder uh, foundation for a while. And as I started getting those fine lines, I noticed that it really just was kind of like settling in and like settling in the, in the creases and just making it, making them way more noticeable. So that sounds like a way better uh, formulation for, skin our age. So I'm already extremely intrigued by that. And I actually, listeners, I found Rami on Instagram 
she posts some really cool makeup videos and tutorials and she always just looks amazing and she has the best hair ever so I definitely want y'all to go check out her Instagram to see her gorgeous hair (laughs) (laughs) she also does like really I mean I really love your makeup tutorials and it's really cool how you show like the before and after and it always looks very natural and just really, I mean, you do not look your age at all. That was another thing that kind of blew me away when I saw on your page that you posted you were 50. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. You do not look anywhere near that age. So I know that, you know, good makeup can help with that too. Is that right? Yes. Yes. The makeup has a great coverage, um, as you could probably see in, or you can see in my um, before videos or my b- videos and my before still shots where I have the before and the after, um, I have lots of redness in my skin, lots of like um, rosacea around my cheeks where my cheeks get very dry and red and patchy. Sometimes, you know, depending on our hormones um, or my hormones, I should say, um, our my skin changes. Sometimes during the summer, the melasma that I get around my, you know, my upper lip looks like a little mustache. Um, you know, this makeup has such good coverage that it covers all of those issues that we have as we age. Yeah. And I noticed that for sure in your pictures, because mm-hmm. I could see, you know, that you definitely had you know some redness and things, but then in your after, it didn't look like you had just plastered on a bunch of makeup. It just looked like you know, a more natural version of your skin with like a flawless finish to it. So that definitely attracted me for sure to, you know, who you are and what you do. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you just because I think that a lot of times when we get older, we tend to just start using more makeup, you know, feeling like it'll just kind of cover things a little bit better. And I don't think that's really the best way to go. You really need to just kind of change the type of makeup instead, right? Right. And with this makeup, The whole idea is kind of we're going to highlight and contour our faces and we're going to do that. And I'll explain what that means, too. But we're going to do that with one layer of makeup. So it's almost like a paint by numbers. So in your palette, you have these different tins and one is contour. One is called highlight. One is called blush. And the other one's called illuminator. And normally when we'd put on our makeup, we would have our liquid or our powder foundation and we would cover our entire face with it. And then we would build upon that with a layer of blush and a layer of setting powder. So we were layering upon layers, but this makeup, it's like the paint by numbers. So I'm only going to put the makeup in the areas where I need it. So I'm going to put the contour under my cheeks because I want to create like some dimension in my face, kind of give it that chiseled look, kind of create that look of cheekbones, which as we age, you know, we kind of lose that look with like that sagginess that we get as we age in our jaws and in our necks and things like that. So with the contour, I'm only going to put it under my cheekbones or in across my forehead. I'm not gonna put it where I'm gonna put um, what we would normally call foundation, they call highlights. It's kind of the beige color makeup. So mm-hmm. when I apply the um, highlight, I'm not gonna put it where I put my contour or blush. 
and then it, the blush is also cream so it's only going to go in the area where the blush would go which would be right above the contour and then after you know you kind of look silly or I kind of look silly I'm sure if you've seen my videos and some of my pictures you see you, you kind of look like um I don't know, like a kid put on your makeup, you know, you have all these areas with these different colors, but then you take the perfecter sponge or the beauty blender and you just kind of blend it all in. And it just almost like it melts into your skin and it blends beautifully, just given a very, very, almost this flawless airbrushed appearance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely have noticed that. And I think it's so cool because I never really thought about it before until you just said it, that we do put layers on. Like I put on concealer and then I put foundation and then I put blush. So yeah, you're like caking it on in certain areas of your face and it makes much more sense to do it the way you're saying, you know, only put blush where you're going to have blush. You don't necessarily need foundation under that because you're not going to see it anyway. Right. Right. And with the cream makeup, with every, all aspects of this makeup being cream, each um, little tin, each little, um, I guess, part of the foundation is acting like the foundation. And it has enough coverage in the contour and in the blush that it is, you know, helping cover up the issues that we have as we age. Yeah, it's such a cool concept. It is. Um, I wanted to ask you what common myths there are about doing your makeup when you're older. So of course I talked about one, which is I always used, you know, dark eyeliner all around my eye. And that was just kind of the way that I learned how to do my makeup when I was, I don't know, 13 or whenever I started wearing makeup and I just did it for my whole adult life. And then when I got over 40 and my friend said, you know, when you hit that age, it looks a little bit severe. Like if you take, if you dial it back a little bit, it actually looks a lot more natural. It makes your eyes look bigger. And so I started doing that and it was absolutely true. So what are the other things that some of us are doing over 40 with our makeup that it's probably time to change? I, I think what people don't realize, because of course I did not realize this either. And when I look back at pictures, I see it is as we age and our skin ages, we need to almost go a shade darker with our foundation colors and mm -hmm. our, you know, when we use concealer. A lot of times when we use concealer, we were going up under our eyes to cover up those dark circles that we're getting. Um, we were using colors that were light. And those lighter colors, when we apply the lighter colors to our aging skin, it actually enhances those little fine wrinkles oh wow I so, still do that yeah so <laughs> I still use the light concealer right you wouldn't the whole thing is to cover up those like the dark spots you have to get a shade as dark as those spots if that makes sense to blend it I imagine right so um like I have very dark circles under my eyes and so when I go to apply my makeup I conceal those with a much darker color foundation than I'm going to apply to the rest of my face so in that sense I am layering my makeup just a little bit gotcha. but it's just to kind of even out those um 
areas in my face to let it blend a little easier. And then I will go back over that with a color that is closer to my shade of my skin. And what, just, what also this is doing is um, it's creating dimension to our face. A lot of times when we apply our foundation and we put it all over our face, it kind of tends to leave our faces flat. When we're not exactly flat, you know, that we have a lot of color into our, in our faces. So by highlighting and contouring our faces, um, it just adds a little dimension to our faces, um, giving us, you know, a, a brighter look. Like when I say highlight and we were going to highlight the areas of our face that we want to um, maybe be seen as if like a spotlight was on us. Mm -hmm. You know, what are those areas that you want to be noticed? And when we contour, we're kind of trying to hide and disguise the areas that we don't want to be noticed. We're kind of creating that shadow. Like, like I said, the cheekbones, the under our chin, maybe our, you know, smaller forehead. Because as we age, sometimes we start losing that hairline. It starts just like a man almost. I've seen some of my friends you know, their hair starts thinning and things like that. So mm -hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I would have never thought when I was even in my 30s that I was going to have to kind of change the way I do my makeup as I age. But yeah, definitely. I feel like there's definitely like a right way. And then a not so good way to do it. I don't want to say wrong way. But right. <laughs> you know, there's, there's definitely tweaks you need to make for sure. And those of us that are in our 40s and now I've, I've hit the 50 mark, we didn't grow up with YouTube. Right. The younger generations, you know, are very fortunate. They have a YouTube video for absolutely everything. And these very girls, they, they know how to do it. If you want to learn how to put on makeup, ask, ask a 12 year old. <laughs> that's so true very very true I even have have done that before too like if I wanted to do something special with my eyes you know just go on YouTube so yeah that's true we had to teach each other in our bathrooms <laughs> mm -hmm. right that's and we funny. had teen magazine that you know we were just we weren't getting the tutorial part no not at all and it's just so cool that that's just so available now but I definitely love the tutorials that you do because I feel like it's not a lot of the ones that I've seen like with the younger girls and I know that they start with like flawless skin in the first place so they don't really have to do a lot of like the covering up so theirs are a little bit more from what I've seen theirs are a little bit more like flamboyant like they're showing you how to do like crazy things with your eyes and just like really kind of over the top makeup almost and with us we really need more of just like a the basics again, you know, kind of like a refresher course on how to do it now that we're a little bit older. Right, exactly. And the concept less is more means so much. Yeah, totally. Makes, makes you know, a lot of sense for sure. What, um, with the makeup that, that you use and just the different things that you help people with around makeup, what's like the one thing that you really, if there was one thing that you were going to say to like a woman over 40 about the way she's doing her makeup or maybe the one thing that she might want to look at changing, what would that be? 
think the type, the type of makeup you're using, like I said, um, this cream makeup is bendable and blendable. And I guess what I mean by that is it's going to move with those, you know, fine lines and creases that we have as we age, where you're not going to get that with a liquid or even a powder. I had so many friends saying, well, I'm just using a powder because I'm finding this makeup, you know, the liquid makeups, you know, are enhancing my wrinkles. You, you know, I, I look older with makeup on. Well, it's the type of makeup. And I think as we age, we need to understand that we don't have to give up makeup. It's not going to make us look older. We just need to change the type of makeup we're using. And the cream makeup is, is the answer to our I'm just going to say our wrinkles. wrinkles. (laughs) I love it. I love that 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 is, it's like in between, right? It's like in between a liquid and a powder. Yes. It's a cream and it's applied with a brush. You know, I've seen it applied with a thing, you know, people's finger. And what I do and what I like to tell my clients to do is to like stipple it on your face because it will fill the little lines and the pores because our pores are getting larger as we get older. And you, when you put a liquid, you know, you got to like smear it on your face. So it's not really going into the crease, but when you like stipple or dap that cream in with the brush, it's like filling it. It's like filling those little lines and creases and pores. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And (laughs) because it's cream and it's not like drying like a liquid, if you were to get a crease, all you need to do is take your finger very gently and just kind of pat it out. It's, I mean, it's, Kara Kilpat was a genius when she developed this cream foundation. Yeah, it sounds like that perfect thing. Was it it developed specifically for women over 40 or it just happened to be the perfect solution? No, it wasn't. It hmm. wasn't. She is was young. She might have been in her 20s because she's just in her 30s now. She's the founder of Mascara Beauty. And I think it was not with older women in mind. It was just, I think, a better way of makeup. Yeah. That because it's blendable and bendable and I mean, it's great. I love it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It sounds like the perfect solution for, for, for age skin, for sure. And I know you do, um, color matching, right? For for people. So tell me a little bit about that. Okay. Um, the makeup is, well, the company is a MLM company and you know, you can't go to Sephora or Ulta and purchase the makeup. Um, so if you have a local person, you can get color matched locally by, some, by an artist in your area. But if you're not local to an artist that you found, like say, you, you know, you're in Texas and here I am in Louisiana, you can submit to me a photo, a makeup free selfie taken in direct sunlight in front of a window with indirect sunlight with your phone Um, held straight out in front of you if you were to stand in front of a window 
say two to three feet back from a window with nice indirect sunlight. You snap your selfie and you submit it to me. I look at your face. I'm looking at the different tones in your face and I'm going to recommend to you the colors that are right for your skin tones. That's so and a cool. lot. Of, yeah, it's very cool. You know, I'm looking at whether or not you're cool or you're warm. I'm looking at your hair tones. I'm looking at your eye color. I'm looking at the darkest colors in your face, the lightest colors in your face. And a lot of times. And, um, you know, one contour color, one blush color, but a lot of times um, two highlights are recommended, just depending on what issues you have going on with your skin. I use three highlights. A lot of times people just use two highlights. And then there's the illuminator, which gives you that really glam, shimmery look on top of our cheekbones and sometimes right at our brow bone. But because I'm older and, you know, my days are filled with car lines and Walmarts and, you know, <laughs> things like that, I don't use the illuminator. I just, you know, would wrap packed with those um, highlight tins. Yeah. And that's so cool to have somebody just kind of look at your skin and tell you what you need, because I cannot tell you how many times I've just stood in the cosmetics department and looked at all the different colors and trying to figure out like what's closest to my skin tone. Well, I don't know. Do I need to look at the back of my hand or like the inside of my arm or compare it to my actual face in a mirror or what the heck do I do to figure that out? So it's nice that you provide that service. That's really cool. Right. It's very personalized. And like I said, it's just, you can get it from a selfie. Yeah. That's awesome. I would have never even thought that you could do it like virtually too. That's really neat. I like the way that you describe how you figure all of the coloring out. So that's, that's really cool. Listeners definitely hit her up for that. Cause that could be invaluable. Tell them where they can find you, Ramey. They can find me on Instagram at Ramey Parker. I'm also on Facebook. I have a Facebook page and it is blush and bashful bell. Awesome. And your name is spelled just because we were talking earlier. I have oh, another friend yes. named Ramey and she spells it different. Yes. Um, so Ramey Parker on Instagram, um, R-A-M-I-P-A-R-K-E-R. Is that right? Yes. And in my okay. bio on Instagram, there's a link where there is a color match form where I just ask a few questions about your current makeup, any concerns you have with your skin, you know, what are your skin tones, your eye tone, your eye color. Um, of course, I see all that, but a lot of times, like if, a lot of my eyes are green, but a lot of times in my pictures, they actually are looking blue. So there's a little form that you can fill out in a little place where you can upload and submit your selfie. And once you submit that to me, I'd say within 24 hours, you can have your own personalized um, palette or the colors, so cool. the colors for it. your personalized palette. And then, you know, in your own leisure, you order the makeup from my website. Cool. Yeah. And you guys make sure you go and check out her Instagram. Cause like I said, she does a lot of really cool before and after pictures, tutorials, like even just to get ideas of how to apply things properly. I think it's just really super helpful. And like we've already said a couple of times, you can't do it the same way you did it when you were 16. No. You have to do things a little bit differently now. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, to cover this because 
a lot of people don't realize that you really do need to make those tweaks when you get older in order for it to not be calling attention to what we're trying to hide. Right. I mean, it's not easy aging. I mean, I I know it's a process that's denied by so many, but it's just um, something that if, if there's an easier way to ease on into it, let's take that. Yeah, Let's absolutely. That, that road. Absolutely. Cause we already, there's, there's a, uh, it's like a meme that I, that I saw and I absolutely love because it's sad, but true. <laughs> it makes it hilarious to me. It says, uh, welcome to your forties. If you do not already have some sort of a physical ailment, one will be prescribed to you shortly. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I always tell the story. Um, I wore glasses a few years ago and a few years ago I went and I inquired about contacts mm-hmm. and before these contacts I thought man I was looking good I would take off my glasses and I would look in that mirror and I would apply my makeup once I got the contacts and I looked in the mirror I thought to myself who was I kidding <laughs> I, it was like alligator skin under my eyes, but I, oh, could, no. I couldn't see it before. Yeah. So I always that, say that once you hit your 40s and you need that little extra help seeing, that is just God's gift to you. So you don't actually get to see what's really happening with your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And it's true. It's so true. I uh, have worn corrective lenses for nearsightedness since I was 13. And then when I hit my 40s, now I need reader glasses because I can't see close up either. And so I talked to my eye doctor when that first started happening. And he's like, oh, yeah, that happens to pretty much everybody. He's like 90% of people will have vision changes in their 40s. But I like that way of looking at it. That makes it sound much more pleasant. Yeah, it's just God's (laughs) gift. So we don't really see what's happening under our eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. That's hilarious. Well, on that subject, I always like to end asking the people that I interview if they have a favorite Bible verse, because I feel like it might be exactly what somebody out there needs to hear right now. So do you have one that you'd like to share with us? Yes, I do. My favorite verse is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. With thankful hearts, offer up your prayers and requests to God. Then because you belong to Christ Jesus, God will bless you with peace that no one can completely understand. And this peace will control the way you think and feel. Oh, I love that. And that peace is the most amazing thing. If y'all don't know how to tap into that, send me a DM because I want everybody to experience that peace. It is the most, it's just, you can't, you really can't describe it. You really can't describe it. And you really, and you can't get it anywhere else. It's just this overwhelming, amazing peace in your soul. It's fantastic. I, I love that verse. Good one. I try to tell, I, I explain this too to people, or I tell people, or I share it with people that um, my dad was killed in a car accident and I was 24 years old. Mm. And I sat in his den and I looked over at my brother in law and I said, You know, this is very odd that I'm getting ready to say what I'm going to say because I just lost my dad. I said, But I feel this very, that I feel peace. Mm-hmm. It's this, this, un, it's weird feeling. Yeah. It's like peace. And he looked at me and he said, 
that is the presence of the Lord. Yes. And it doesn't make sense in the, in the no. natural world. Like you can have it when things are absolutely upside down and your mind mm-hmm. is telling you, I should be freaking out about this. I should not, you know, I should not be able to handle this quote unquote, but you have this amazing just sense of just peace. It's just the only, yes. the only real word for it. So I absolutely yeah. love that verse. Thank you for sharing that and t- sharing that story too. Cause like I said, somebody listening may, may need that in their life right now. So that's awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share with us around um, makeup and aging skin and all of that fun stuff as we wrap up? Um, no, I think if they go to my um, Instagram page or even my Facebook page that um, they are going to be just they could sit for hours yeah. looking at the pictures and watching the videos. Hopefully they can get a good little chuckle out of some of those videos. <laughs> um yeah, I like how you post bloopers and sometimes too. That's that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's real life. It happens. Yeah, you know? I mean sometimes a color just should not be on you. So <laughs> you should not wear. A, not every color in the eyeshadow palette is made for everyone. True, very true. Like I know I cannot put anything orange on my face. It's that just be the worst idea ever. So very good reminder. Well, thank you so much. I have just loved following you. Uh, Listeners, please go check out her Instagram. Like she said, there's so much stuff there and just a lot of really cool tips. And I just love what you do with your makeup, Ramey. You're very inspiring. Thank you. Of course. And thanks again for joining me. And you guys go check her out again. It's R-A-M-I Parker on Instagram. And then tell us again the Facebook page. Blush and Bashful Belle. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It was great to talk with you. Thank you, Julie. I enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Uh Hey, I just wanted to take a quick second to thank you so much for listening to this episode of Grace Over 40. It just means the world to me that you're here. I also wanted to invite you to please follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest as Grace Over 40. I would love to have you join me there. And I really love also getting emails from you guys. So please feel free to shoot me an email at julie at graceover40.com. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, would you either share it with your friends and or take a second to just go leave me a quick rating and a comment? Doing those things helps me get my message in front of even more people. And it would just mean the absolute world to me. So thanks again for being here today and I will see you next time.